WRBA. Call me crazy. Half percent increase? I don't think that's small. Oh, a little increase. Gang, we've seen, what, seven increases in the last year? They're all building on top of each other. It's just crazy to think that, oh, it's, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Tell, tell that to somebody who was thinking about buying a home. Even worse, tell it to somebody who's thinking of selling a home. Concerned about these things. It's just always amazing to me when I when I see these things, I hear these things, I read these things, and you think, geez, any, anybody uh, paying attention to that? Anyway, listen, we got a lot of good stuff coming up this afternoon, including our uh, good friend, Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears. She's going to be dropping by at uh, 5.05. I uh, want to remind you about the text line as well, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. Like everybody else, Heidi and I have been uh, diving into the seasonal movies and there's some of the traditionals, I know, but uh, I always look at my list and uh, The Family Man with uh, Nicolas Cage and Don Cheadle and Tia Leone, I think it's just one of the best films ever. And I learned recently it was actually written by a couple of guys that uh, lived near me in Philadelphia. And I think uh, if I understood correctly, they went to uh, to my high school. Uh, great film and it's usually overlooked. Uh, the Family Stone is another good one. We'll uh, have to find out. I know, Die Hard. Everybody's with Die Hard. I, I, I don't quite get that. Uh, John Burkett, the crime insider from CBS 6, is uh, joining us. We, we do a lot of this year-over-year uh, year stuff and how bad has it gotten, and I'm always happy to chat with John. John, good afternoon, sir. Jeff, happy holidays to you and your listeners, man. Well, same to you. Did, did you want to start, before we dive into all the ugly crime stuff, you got a good you got a good holiday film we all want to be watching Christmas Hanukkah whatever. Uh, I like the Christmas story, man, and in, in yeah. Christmas uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Absolutely, you know, Eddie out Eddie out in the front yard. <laughs> <laughs> Those are excellent. All right, I'm putting them on our official list. Do you have a diehard position that we need to know about? No, nah, see, I, I wasn't big and die hard. I, I'm, I'm with you. I was just like, yeah, well, whatever. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that that honest to goodness is exactly where I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, put it on your list. Knock yourself out if you want. But uh, yeah, I just I just don't see it. But that's just me. All right. So, John, are we? This is rather subjective, but are we safer now than we were last year at this time? Because it seems to me like crime, especially in the city of Richmond, has just been heading upward. Well, like you said, I think it's pretty subjective. If you look at the numbers for violent crime, actually homicides are down significantly. Wow. And then, yeah, so right now we're kind of, I think we're like mid-60s or low-60s for homicides. You know, last year we finished with 90-something. So we're down in that category, but shootings, I've been told by sources that we're up a little bit from last year at this time. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, so so the docs at, at VCU are doing a good job of, of uh, working on these victims and keeping them alive. Yeah. Well, all right. I wish they didn't have so much work, though, is the problem. Well, that's a problem across the country. Yeah. Really, too. That's true. That's true. What what are you hearing from the guys on the street in Richmond now that we uh, uh, are in this, I, I guess, this interim period? We don't have a a permanent police chief. We've got the acting chief who my my guys are telling me is, is well-respected, came up through the ranks. 
Yeah, I'm hearing what you're hearing. Uh, this guy, uh, Rick Edwards, is, uh, you know, he's he's done almost every job within that department. He's done major crimes. He's been a homicide detective. Uh, he's got the respect of the rank and file. And uh, from what I've been told, he demands accountability. And, you know, you mess around, you get, uh, you know, you get a talking to. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, guys are out there now doing their job, being proactive. And and uh, we've seen it the past three or four weeks, the past month. Uh, violent crime has been down in the city. Wow. What about staffing? You hearing anything about uh, getting some new RPD yeah. staff? Well, they've got some academies running, but staffing is still a very big issue. Yeah. And staffing's a big staffing's a big issue across the board. Uh, you know, whether it's dispatchers or police officers on the ground. I mean, every organization. You know, let's look at state police. They're mm-hmm. more than a couple hundred short. Yeah. So it's yeah. Uh, it's uh, nobody wants to do the job anymore, Jeff. That's that's the bottom line. That is the painful part, John. And, uh, you know, I sit here as an ex-cop. I remind everybody, John Burkett, the crime insider from CBS 6, is joining us. There are there are so many folks right now who are good people who would be wonderful, wonderful law enforcement officers who, who frankly are looking at uh, the way the profession is treated in this day and age and, and saying, yeah, I'm, I'm just going in another direction. Yeah, no, it's just uh, it's a headache, and nobody wants that headache in their life. Sad. What about some of the suburban agencies? Because you you are out and about all the time. I mean, I see you with the live shots on Facebook, on CBS Six. Uh, uh, sadly, when it's criminal activity, but boy, you are out in every single jurisdiction. Uh, what is the attitude, and what are the numbers as you look at it in uh, some of the suburban areas? Uh, well, I think Enrico has definitely had a bleed over from Richmond. Yeah. Uh, as far as violent crime goes, Enrico's homicides. I, I don't know what their exact numbers are for the year, but I, I, as much as I've been over there, I think they're up. Yeah. And then it used to be in the day where if we were covering, you know, homicides in Henrico, it was solely an east or north end thing. And now it's spreading to the western part of the county, which is a little bit uh, scary for folks who live in that county. I know Chesterfield, homicide-wise, has a pretty bad year. In Chesterfield, most of Chesterfield is domestic-related homicides, but yep. uh, you know, say the least. We remember the, the quadruple, uh, the family that was killed uh, not too long ago. That's right. Uh, That's right. And it's just you know had, had a lot of that. Uh, actually, I'm working on a story tonight in Henrico County. Uh, involves a uh, a mom and and a, a daughter that went into Subway, got into an argument with the Subway worker. And the mom allegedly pulls out a BB gun and shoots the subway worker, oh and shot him in shot him in the eye to the point where he may lose his eye. Oh, oh, yeah. God, that is that's just awful. I hate hearing. So that's that that gives you the temperament of society out here. It's everything yeah. is handled with with weapons. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good point, John. I I'm curious about some of your uh, your cold case stuff. I, I know you have been really at the forefront of getting stuff reopened and looking at some of these old cases. Any progress on the ones you've talked about so far, and any new ones that we might hear about soon? Well, there's a lot of progress in Annie Horn's case. Annie okay. Horn is a missing woman in January of 2001. Uh, we've since learned from detectives that her husband. 
was the primary target, the person of uh, you know, interest in her case and her disappearance. Uh, he's since died, and now that he is dead, uh, RPD detectives have cleared four other homicide cases because he was also the suspect in those cases. Uh, yeah, so this guy was a serial killer yep. uh, and, and living amongst us, and then when he died, uh, RPD put those to bed. And then uh, the Vinny Ferriello case in Chesterfield, we'll have an yep. update on that right in the new year. Okay. That is, uh, that's being reopened as a homicide case. So okay. we got a lot of good, got a good, a lot of good things coming up with, with, with uh, reopen the case foundation and uh, a lot of interesting cases coming up. For for folks who are hearing about this, they may not have heard you talk about it in the past. But this reopen the uh, the case foundation is is there a good website they can go to? Maybe learn a little bit more. Maybe they got some tips. Yeah, so they can go on our website wtbr.com, dot com, or okay. they can go straight to reopenthecasefoundation.org, and it is an organization that solely works with uh, detectives and jurisdictions trying to open cold cases and heat things up for families that want closure. Yep. And uh, we've partnered with them. And uh, basically, I'm the, the front man for, you know, the cases they pull. Yeah. Well, you're doing great work. I, uh, I, I am thrilled to hear that there's progress. I'm looking forward to hearing about uh, some more stuff, as you said, in the new year. Uh, as you know, over at the uh, the Jeff Katz store, we've got Bearing Witness to Evil, your book, and Steve Neal's book. Uh, I always encourage people to check it out. It's just uh, an amazing uh, walk down criminal lane here in uh, <laughs> central Virginia. <laughs> and uh, especially- we, we, we appreciate that. And look, man, right near, uh, right near Hanukkah, right near Christmas. It's a great read. You uh, have a just a, a marvelous, marvelous family, and we all know this by looking at your Facebook. So I just want to wish you and everybody in that beautiful Burkett family a wonderful uh, Christmas, New Year, and uh, you as a, a dad and a granddad, man. You're 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 getting yeah. it all done. I'm, I'm I'm proud of you. Well, my son came in yesterday, man, and my daughter is flying in with the grandson next week, and uh, we're going to have a little early celebration. They've got to go back before Christmas, but we're looking forward to having them here, and it's Cooper's first flight, so we'll see how we'll see how he does, but uh, we're looking forward to having him. I can't spoil him with all the big toys and stuff because he can't take it back to Alabama with him, so I'll have to Amazon those to him, and it's going to close here, I guess. Oh, look at socks and underwear, kiddo. Congratulations. But uh, yeah. Later in life, you'll be like, man, granddad had the worst gift. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. You're a great man. John, I always appreciate you making time for us. And I am I'm very sincere when I wish you and, and yours just the, the merriest Christmas, the happiest new year. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it, to getting you back on uh, in the new year. And you guys as well, Jeff. Thank you, man. Thank you, sir. That is John Burkett, the Crime Insider, CBS 6. And I am serious uh, about uh, the great book. It's called Bearing Witness to Evil that uh, John and Steve Neal, who's a retired Chesterfield captain. I don't want to mess up that. Yeah, retired as a captain, as I think, out of Chesterfield. Uh, But it really is a great book. And if you're kind of stuck right now thinking, oh, my gosh, Hanukkah starts in a couple of days. Oh, my gosh, Christmas is coming up in, in 11 days. Uh, go to uh, go to their website. It's bearingwitness2evil.com. You get the book. They'll sign it for you. They'll send it out, and you help support some local folks like uh, our pal John Burkett. 
crime insider from CBS 6. Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears going to be along at 5.05. It is 3.45. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA.